what you are seeking is also seeking you. Today I'd like to talk about awareness and I'd also like to talk about my journey to this point of gratitude and awareness. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. Today's podcast has taken me into a bit of a personal journey where I have realized of all of the things that I have been through and how my life has collectively gotten me to this point. There have been a few things that have happened over the last couple of days which have got my awareness to all of the things that are beautiful and wonderful in my life. This awareness has brought with it so much gratitude that I have truly understood what it is to be grateful. In the past, I have wanted to feel grateful. I have actually been more angry when people said that I should be grateful for all of the things I had and I just couldn't feel it. Today, as I sit here talking about awareness, I realize what true gratitude really means, what it feels like, because it has resonated so deeply with me that I wanted to share my experience with you. I was listening to a talk by the ex-monk and entrepreneur Dandapani. His explanation about awareness and the mind was so beautifully narrated. And he also talked about energy vampires, which caught my attention. So let me start by talking about awareness. This word has so many different explanations by so many different people. This explanation felt the most true to me. Like all ideas and teachings on spirituality, the inner self or meditation, people share their experiences and what holds true for them. Even though the foundation of all of these concepts are the same and have been for several hundred years, the experiences can differ. I have come across many people who have given up the practice of meditation because they have not been able to have a similar experience to the people around them. I have been one of those people for several years. It was difficult for me to sit down and understand what meditation truly was because I was not able to go into a space where I could connect with my inner self. At our core, we are all just beings of energy and how we tap into the energy of the universe is what we experience during meditation. For this reason, it is rarely possible to have a similar experience to someone else. We need to look for our own connections and in that process of searching, we become aware of several things about ourselves. Based on what Dandabani said, and my own experiences, this is my understanding of the relationship between awareness and the mind. If you were to close your eyes and try to find a moment in your past where you were extremely happy, chances are that it will bring a smile on your face. As you go through your memory, you will focus on all the beautiful moments you experienced and all the love you gave and received. This is the power of awareness. Your mind stores all your memories. And if you can see your awareness as a torch, then where you shine the torchlight is where you are focusing your awareness. And that is what you are experiencing. 
there are bad things still happening in the world, but your awareness and therefore your focus is only on happy memories at that time and that is the experience you are having. Your emotional state is always dependent on your awareness. Where you choose to shine your light is what you will feel about yourself and the world around you. People in love feel the whole world is full of love and people in pain feel the entire world is full of pain. Our mind cannot multitask. This is a lie we tell ourselves in order to cope with the fast-paced world we live in. But have you ever tried to do two things at one time? It's virtually impossible. My daughter has tested me with this several times. She would always complain that when I'm on the phone, I can't listen to anything she says. I would always argue that that's not true and I heard everything she said. So one day, she called out to me when I was doing something on my phone. Probably some mindless scrolling that did not require my attention at all. She kept calling out saying, and she usually starts with mom, 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 mom. <laughs> and when she didn't get a response, she started saying outrageous things like, hey, mom, I have a boyfriend. Now she's 13. And if I had heard that, I would have definitely reacted. When I didn't, she went up a notch and said, mom, I'm running away from home. When she didn't even get a slight smile or a smirk from me, she screamed out mom so loud that I couldn't ignore her anymore. That's what usually happens with us. We go through life on autopilot, not realizing and appreciating things around us or listening or even being present in any moment unless something major happens. Imagine yourself driving to work every day. If the traffic's normal and what you expect it to be, you'll probably get home not realizing how you got there. You won't even notice what is going on around you. Now, if on your way back, there's a major accident or a huge traffic jam, that will get your attention. That will require you to be present because now you have to find something else to do. You have to inform people you're going to be late or you have to take your attention and focus it on something that's happened that is not normal for you. We really don't need to be present in the moment only when there are SOS moments or where something really drastic requires our attention. There could be happy moments, but sometimes we are so desensitized that we don't even allow ourselves to be present in happy moments. This is how I realize the power of awareness and being present. What I realized is that our past is not who we are. It is what we have experienced, but it's not who we are. In the present, in the now, is who we are. And we have the power to choose who we are right now and who we want to be. People hold on to their past for so long that they forget to live their lives. They are on constant autopilot. They experience their entire life through the trauma they've been through in their past. This is not living. This is reliving a moment in time that they cannot let go of. They relive the pain of the event that has passed in time, but not in their heart. Their awareness is constantly focused on that pain. 
and that is how they see the world around them. They cannot trust because they have been betrayed. They cannot love because they have been hurt. They cannot heal because they have not been able to move on. What you have inside of you is what is reflected in the reality outside. All the injustices you are experiencing are also the ones you are inflicting on others. And my life has been a perfect example of this. I felt misunderstood and isolated for so long that I did everything to shut myself off from everything and everyone around me. But that only increased my feeling of isolation. What existed within me was what I was projecting on the outside and when I couldn't find fault in myself, I blamed everyone else around me. I was an energy vampire. I constantly felt exhausted around people because I was exhausting. Energy vampires drain you of your energy. Their outlook of the world around them is so bleak that talking to them for short periods can be exhausting. They are so angry with the world and with everything that has happened to them that their response to every situation in life is negative. With me, it was always the same story. The world is full of fake people. There are no real friendships. Everyone is selfish. No one cares. I always find the wrong people. Gosh, it's so exhausting just saying this, but this was my life. Day in and day out. I went to doctors and did innumerable tests on my body to find out what was wrong with me. I complained of gaining weight and having no energy at all. I was so low on energy on most days that I couldn't get out of bed. And yet, I had no awareness of what my mind was focusing on. The unhappiness I felt on the inside was reflected in my relationships on the outside. I was broken and didn't know how to fix it. Actually, that's not true. I didn't know I was broken. I believed the world was broken. My only saving grace was a tiny ray of hope that I wanted more out of life and this was not how it was meant to be. That tiny hope saved me from living a lifetime of resentment to experiencing so much joy and gratitude that all I see around me is the beauty and abundance in the universe. I've said this before, but they've been words, words I hoped were true, words I wanted to experience in their totality. I just didn't know what I was looking for. But now, as I experience this, I know. And I refuse to let anything shake my belief in what my life can be. And I know that I am the only one who can make it happen. I have lived too long believing that life was happening to me and that I had no control over anything. I felt like a victim of my own circumstances rather than the master of my journey. Bringing my awareness to what is possible has had a profound effect in my life as compared to believing that everything seems impossible. What I have learned on this journey is that you cannot receive unless you give. We all want something from others, but how can we get something unless we are ready to give them? How can we expect our children to understand us if we don't listen to them and understand them? 
How can we expect to receive love if all we have is resentment and anger within us? How can we expect to feel grateful if we cannot see the love and abundance around us? In order to receive, you must first give. You must be open to what you are holding on inside of you so that you can get to the core of your being, which is full of love. Your reality on the outside is a manifestation of your inner reality. What you believe is what you are achieving. The unconscious mind does not have a sense of humor and neither does it understand the art of sarcasm. It holds true everything you believe about yourself and the world around you. Therefore, if you believe you cannot achieve something, that is exactly what you will receive from the universe. So I'm going to leave you with this thought today. In the absence of absolute knowing, if you have to hold on to a belief about yourself and the world around you, hold on to all the things that make you believe in miracles and watch them happen. I choose to live my life this way. This is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.